it's time to get those bonus miles. Here's your girl, Autumn. Hey, hey, guys. Welcome back to the Autumn Mile Show. Now, this is a weird week, okay? This is the dead week between December, December, Christmas, and January 1st, New Year's Day. And uh, so we're going to do a little bit of something different. We're going to do just flat out fire round Q&A, okay? Um, I'll be back next week with a full length episode, but we didn't want this week to go by without giving you something good. Uh, so I have invited Cassie, which a lot of you guys know, in um, to ask me some very frequently asked questions that we get from you guys. So welcome, Cassie. Hello. So excited. Hello. Let's get right to it, girl. Okay. So first one from the listers. I know we do this a lot, but they've been noticing you're kind of moving into this nude gloss kind of phase. <laughs> what? I, this is, I'm telling you, this is right from the listeners. What is this nude gloss you've been using? Nude gloss, like not lipstick gloss. Not well, here's lipstick. the thing. We have to wear face mask in Texas and unashamedly, I, uh, I don't like them. Okay. Let's just be real. Does anyone like a face mask out there? No, they don't. Like I get like they're for, I get why, but um, I'm just not a fan of having something plastered to my face. So after about the sixth time of having lipstick all over my face, after I wore my face mask, um, I decided to switch over to gloss until this is over. So that is why. Great question. Love it. Okay. <laughs> next one. We know it's New Year's. So what what are your New Year's traditions that you do with your kids? Oh, man. 40-year-old New Year's looks a lot different than 20-year-old New Year's. Um, I'm going to say it might look the same, to I, be very honest I, with you. Well, no, it didn't. I used to. No, it, it doesn't, actually. But I do, I do understand your perspective. We will stay up. Uh, well, a lot of times we have people over. Most of the time we have people over. This year, we're not going to have people over. We're actually going to be in Disney World this year. But most of the time we have people over. And then as soon as the ball drops, we're like, peace out. Because you know, Cassie, I have to go to bed early because I, I do must know have my sleep. I do know this. <laughs> so normally it's people over. And then at like 12.02, we're like, see ya. I love it. I love it. Well, I don't know. Mine looks pretty similar to that. So, oh, really? That's what I mean. Oh, I, I thought think... you were talking about me. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Tw- at least this 20 year old looks pretty similar to that. You're an old soul, Cassie. You're an uh, old soul. I'm definitely 70 at heart, for <laughs> sure. Um, okay, last one of the fun questions. What is coming in 2021 for the ministry? Oh my gosh. Um, How many of us have been obsessed with getting to 2021? I feel like in about April, we all wanted to get to 2021. Now, is something vastly different going to happen when the clock strikes 12 on New Year's Eve? No. However, it changes your mindset. That's the difference in 2021. When the new year comes, it's almost as if you you kind of reset your mindset. Like, listen, this is a new year. There's so many opportunities. I want to see this podcast grow um, far beyond where it is now. Although, thank you guys for downloading because it's already uh, blowing our minds how many of you guys download on a regular basis. Um, I want to see this grow. We're going to get back in the field speaking this year. A lot of you guys don't know, but people in my profession, I mean, um, speaking like vanished the end of March, every event I had canceled 
And for someone that's called to do that, that is absolutely terrible. It was terrible. I miss it so much. I cannot wait to get back in the field doing that. Um, And also you can expect a huge, huge announcement from me and my husband in 2021. And no, we are not having our fifth child. Oh no. Oh no, 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 I was no, getting no. excited. Oh no, no, no. It is not another kid. We've got four and they're great, but no more. Okay. So now I've got some heavy hitters here. Yes. Let's do it. Okay. Well, this one, we're going to start it off with a slow ball. How do you start studying the Bible? Where do you begin? Where do you even start? And also, what translation are you using? <laughs> What's a slow ball? <laughs> I, uh, I don't a ball that's slow. I don't know. <laughs> Let's be honest. We have no idea. Oh, all these sports. Analogies. Let's go for the touchdown. <laughs> the three pointer over here. You lost me. You I, lost me, me at too. slow ball. I lost myself. <laughs> okay. Uh, wait. What was the question? <laughs> Say it again. What question was? How do you start studying the Bible? How do you even begin? Where do you start? Um, and what translation are you using? Okay, first of all, that was seven questions. Yes. Um, I all I use the new American Standard Version. We do get this question every day. I like it. I am pretty strict on that. Um, years ago, and maybe this has changed over the years. I don't know. I heard it was the closest to the original language. Um, maybe it's more. Maybe there's another translation that's closer now. I'm not a huge fan of um. Oh, well, let me just say this. I'm always a huge fan of the Bible, but that is my favorite version. I also use a study Bible. Get a good study Bible uh, that is focused on the facts of the text, not the emotion of the text. Now, you can get stuff. You can have multiple Bibles. I like the facts of the text. I like someone to tell me what the tabernacle and things in it represented. I like to know facts. And so get a good study Bible um, where it's focused on that. I'm not a huge fan of the emotional study Bibles. I, I like the the almost like a teaching study Bible. Um, also, if you're starting off, you need a routine. It is going to feel weird if you don't have a daily Bible study routine. You will probably not um, last very long. You need a routine. I read streams in the desert every single day. I have read it every single day for 20 years. Okay, 20 years I've read the same Bible uh, devotional. With that, I take that as sort of getting my mindset into hearing from the Lord. And then when I'm done reading it, I will transfer over to the word. A good place to start, I think, is Psalms, Psalms 1, Matthew 1 as well. Read both of those together. And Psalms is like forever long. Like it'll take you in mid-year if you read one chapter a day. Um, So start with reading one chapter in the Old Testament and one chapter in the New Testament a day until you develop that routine. Um, That's what I would say in order to start reading the Bible. Hmm. See, you did it. You you (laughs) hit the slow ball. So good. Good slow ball. Good slow ball. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This next one we've gotten a lot this year. They say, how can I keep my faith strong in the midst of great adversity, a.k.a. 2020. Fix your eyes on Jesus. It is so easy to fix your eyes on your adversity. It is so easy to focus on the trouble. 
just like the disciples focused on the storm and Jesus was asleep in the boat. Um, just like when Peter was walking toward Jesus and he looked and he saw the waves, he started to sink. You have to make a decision. This is not an emotional feeling. It is a forced discipline decision to fix your eyes on Jesus. And many times when I'm going through adversity, AKA 2020, um, but I will have to say, I've been through worse things than 2020 in my life, way worse. Uh, this was a hard one, but I have been through worse. Fixing your eyes on Jesus in Hebrews 12, when it says that it's because God knew we would face great adversity. Um, that's why it says in that passage of scripture, Jesus went to the cross despite the shame because he knew what was coming on the other side of it. You must fix your eyes on Jesus. So you do not in that same passage, it says, grow weary and lose heart. You've got to decide. If anyone tells you it's an emotional feeling, they're wrong. If you've been a Christian for longer than five minutes, um, you're not going to feel like fixing your eyes on anything but your emotions. You've got to decide to do it, especially with great adversity. Mm, that was a good one. I felt very preachery during that one. Oh, that was good. Um, <laughs> and a lot of your episodes this past month in December have spoken to that. So if you want more, go listen to our other episodes. Yes, yes. Um, last one here. This comes from our Gangster Prayer Ambassador Group, where they kind of discuss the book Gangster Prayer, a good community if you guys are looking for it. They ask, in Gangster Prayer, Autumn talks about not giving up, praying on what's already been promised. Are these the promises of God in the Bible? How do I know what's a promise from God? I'm having a difficult time with discernment right now. Now, there are several several different types of promises. Now, some of them are like um, to every believer, okay? And those are the ones that are found in the Bible. You know, like when when the Lord says in um, Malachi, is it a Malachi, I think? <laughs> I know, I know the Bible. I don't have my Bible right in front of me, though. Um, when he says, test me and see, he, ta he talks about giving the tithes and offerings. And he says, test me and see that I will not fill up your barns um, for more than they can hold. So there are promises in the Bible that is for every single believer. Now, with that being said, there are promises. You can take it to the bank. You can absolutely believe in the promises, but there is often a process to the promise, okay? You're you're not going to be financially blessed, or you might be, maybe on a fluke or on a whim, but um, the process to being financially blessed is giving to the Lord with tithes and offerings. So yes, there are huge hundreds of promises in the Bible that are set aside for believers, just like eternal life. When you accept Jesus as your savior and your Lord, that is a promise for every believer. Okay. But they are also personal promises. Okay. There are, now, now hang with me when I say this, the spirit of the Lord and God, the father, are not ever, and the word of God, are not ever, ever, ever going to contradict one another, okay? When I felt like God was promising me a public ministry, um, the spirit of God put the idea in me. And I knew it wasn't for me because to be honest, the thought of starting a public ministry uh, was terrifying for me. So I knew the spirit was moving in me saying, I'm going to give you a public ministry. I want you to minister to people. I want you to minister to women. Uh, I want you to do conferences and stuff like that. This was in 2002. I knew God was telling me that. 
Now, that would be, I, I claimed that as a promise for my life. And it was in 2003 that the word of God backed up through Habakkuk 2, 1 through 5. He backed up and confirmed that personal promise to me through his word. And you can read Habakkuk for yourself to just confirm that. But there are different types of promises. You can, um, through the process of God, you can claim a promise of God from the scripture. There are hundreds of them there. But then, you know, some people aren't called to public ministry. I've got lots of friends that aren't called to public ministry. They're called to other things. Um, that personal promise to me would not be for them. And the spirit of God will drop it in your heart and the word of God will confirm it. That's why I talk about scriptural confirmation in all three of my books. You can look it up in Appointed, I Am Rahab and Gangster Prayer to help you with that. And I believe this one was from Gangster Prayer, but that is sort of a longer way of talking about the promises of God that, that does confuse a lot of people. So that was a really good question. Thank you, Cassie. Great. Well, thank you for answering them. That's all I've got for you. All right. Well, um, that is our sort of in-between show, Christmas and New Year's. I will be back next week with just a burning word that God has put in my heart about the new year. I love you guys. Have an awesome week and rest this week. To find out how you can get a copy of Gangster Prayer, Autumn's latest book, go to autumnmiles.com. <laughs>